Welcome to the Holistic Wealth Podcast. I'm your host, Keisha Blair, wife, mother of three, author of Holistic Wealth, and founder of the Institute on Holistic Wealth. The show will showcase various experts in the key pillars of holistic wealth. Each week, we deliver the best information on how to become holistically wealthy and live your best life. Today, we have another special solo episode on how to set boundaries and boundary setting, as we all know, is more critical. During these times, it seems more than any other time as, you know, so many people are facing so many issues with health, with COVID-19, with our finances, as we see inflation just skyrocket and so many other issues that we face today. So this is a critical topic. It's so important. It's one that I also discuss in the new and expanded version of holistic wealth there's an entire chapter on the word no that's the name of the chapter and i will be drawing out some quotes from that chapter for today's episode just for us to go through why it's so important and how critical it is so today's episode is sponsored by the institute on holistic wealth and you can visit the website at www instituteonholisticwealth.com for a range of resources. There are courses available, online courses that you can take. They're 100% self-paced. So you can take them at your own leisure, at your own time. So check that out. And of course, for those of you who have a copy of the book, you can grab your book so we can go through together. And if you don't, you can always grab one. It's available online everywhere and in stores. So just to get started on this topic, like I, this is such a personal topic for me. It's so personal. I mean, when I think about the word no, and I think about boundary setting, I think about life and death because for me, and in the case of my husband's death, it was clear to me that boundary setting in that instance on that day when he died could have, could have played a role in saving his life. So for me, this is an important topic. I hope we can go through together. And, and if you have uh, something to jot down some notes, that might be helpful. Or you can jot down some notes in your book if you have the book handy with you or even the Holistic Wealth Personal Workbook as well. So there are three reasons why saying no or boundary setting is so important. It's important for self-awareness. Number one, it's important for self-advocacy. And it's important for self-preservation and self-preservation is so important during these times, right? And speaking up for ourselves is also part of boundary setting. You know, so often, you know, we, we, we basically think about boundary setting in just saying no. But a part of boundary setting is also self-advocacy and creating those boundaries, speaking up about those boundaries so that we're not violating our own values. And so it's critical that we know our own values, our own value system. And that also helps us with boundary setting because no one should ask you to violate your own boundaries. No one should ask you to violate your own values. And so once you have that mission statement with your values, it becomes critical what's important in your life. And it's so easy to set boundaries once you have those in place. So I'm just going to start with chapter 11. It's the word no. And I just wanted to read the first paragraph or so for you. It's where I start off chapter 11, talking about my own personal story about my husband and why this is so critical. My husband was at work the day he died. He stayed there 
all day until 5 p.m. During that time, the tumor bled and bled. According to the doctors, he might have felt a tightness in his abdomen caused from bleeding, but he wouldn't have felt any serious pain because it would have been a slow drip of blood at first instead of an avalanche. This would have been a good time for him to leave and go to the doctor or even the emergency room to check out the discomfort. Instead, he waited until evening when the avalanche started, when the time was against him. During the day I spoke to him and he had a line of colleagues outside his office wanting him to check their work. The lining up of colleagues outside his office happened repeatedly over several weeks and months. He was a financial manager and a whiz at figure, so colleagues trusted his judgment. Some of those colleagues in that lineup were senior executives with higher position than himself, higher positions. He mentioned to me that he felt stressed and exhausted. I don't think my husband was a workaholic, but he did value being indispensable to his employer. This was something that he prided himself on. And he repeated it many times during his short but highly accomplished career. But this would have been a good time for him to get up and run and get to the emergency room so that he could get checked out. But he decided to stay there while the tumor bled and check everyone's work one by one, person by person, file by file. And I have a mental picture in my mind right now as I'm talking to you and as I'm reading this of him slowly dying while he's checking his colleagues work. And as you can imagine, by the time he got to the hospital, it was too, almost too late, too late. And so further in the chapter, I asked the question, I'm asking this question to everyone today. How often have you said yes when you really preferred to say no? What did those times of saying yes cost you in wasted energy, money, time, or mental anguish in a world desperately needing authenticity we need to strive to be true to ourselves and i want to just repeat the question one more time feel free to write it down it's in the chapter but feel free to write it down how often have you said yes when you really preferred to say no what did those times of saying yes cost you in wasted energy money time or mental anguish and i want to read to you another quote that's in the chapter it's further down and so many people have picked out this quote as their favorite quote from this chapter. And it's an amazing quote for you to have to use. If you struggle with saying no, just remember this. Remember this quote. The word no is like an asset in a metaphorical bank account where our life's energy is the holding. Use it to save and use it to earn a greater sense of yourself. What's important to you? where you want to spend your time and energy. Living a life true to yourself and having the courage to express your feelings will require mastering the art of saying no. And I truly, truly believe that in order for us to live intentionally designed lives, we need to master the art of saying no. We need to master the art of self-advocacy, self-awareness, and self-preservation. Those are three critical things. and. It's so amazing that so many people struggle with this because they work in systems or they're part of systems that don't enable them to speak up for themselves, right? So when we think of toxic workplaces, when we think of highly oppressive systems, it really doesn't enable people to really advocate for themselves and to really preserve 
their energy, their time, things that are important to them. And I just want to challenge everyone today because sometimes we make life and death decisions under duress, under mental anguish, when we're severely exhausted. And so we're not making these decisions optimally. We're making these decisions under duress and they could cost our lives. They could cost the lives of our loved ones. And the ramifications of that are just far reaching, far reaching. So I want to encourage everyone listening in today to think about boundary setting. And as we get into the holiday season, how can I enact these boundaries? How can I use my time more wisely and effectively? It's so funny. When I became widowed, so soon after my husband died, I had to start learning and start mastering the art of saying no. So everything that I have in the book is born out of this experience. And so once he died, of course, we didn't have we didn't have answers right away, but the phone calls kept coming. People kept calling hundreds of phone calls per day for answers. What happened? Why is he gone? How is it so sudden? And I had to start saying no. I didn't say no to them, you know, over the phone, but I had to start, you know, screening calls. I had to stop taking, I couldn't keep up with hundreds of phone calls every day. So I had to put in a system where I I could preserve my energy. I had just given birth eight weeks prior and I also had a a three-year-old child at home. So you can imagine as a new mom who just gave birth eight weeks prior, I was just healing from childbirth and dealing with this at the same time, I had to learn to master the art of saying no in a flash. And so I'm saying this out of my experience. So there are micro steps that we can use to establish boundaries on a day-to-day basis in terms of that example that I just gave you, and there are the bigger examples, one that I also dedicate a whole chapter in the book to in terms of when I decided to go on a one-year sabbatical. That was a bigger boundary that I set in my life. That was, a, that was extreme. I mean, I went on a one-year soul-searching search mission, but I realized I need to put that boundary in place so that I could heal. And once I started that journey, that was also a healing journey that led me to basically create not only this framework that we have, the holistic wealth framework, but also learn in a deeper, meaningful, a highly spiritual way how to enact these boundaries in my day-to-day life for healing. And you never believe, like I started meditating three hours a day, hiking in nature and doing all of these things that turned into almost like a a framework for holistic healing. And so those are some practical ways. And of course, I'm not saying that, you know, to have a healing journey, you need to take a one-year sabbatical. That's, that's, that's not what I'm saying, but I'm giving examples of how I've set boundaries in my life. And trust me, some people, I remember when I was taking my one-year sabbatical, some people said, oh, you're crazy. What's going to happen to your career? What's going to happen to this? But I knew I needed to take the time. I mean, I sold 90% of what I I had, my material possessions. I gave up everything. I packed what was left in a 40-foot container, you know the story, and headed out. And that was a big, bold boundary that I know I needed to make. I know I needed to. And out of that, and out of that sacrifice... Because sometimes I feel like for a lot of us, we don't enact those boundaries because we think the price is too big. We think we're going to lose out on this money that's there right in front of us if we 
we're going to set back our careers and we're not going to, we're not going to get that promotion or we're not going to. Sometimes this is that step back that you need to take to take five steps, 10 steps, 100 steps forward. And when I took this step back, I went inward and I meditated. I prayed. I set my life on a trajectory by soul searching, going deep within. And that was one of the most productive periods of my life. That was probably the most productive period of my life was when I stepped away. And it's unbelievable. You know, I wrote an article called The Productivity Paradox that spoke about that because I got to tap into my intuition more deeply. I got to connect through prayer, through meditation with my spirituality. And this is how I came up with the holistic wealth framework. So what I'm saying is don't look at what you think it's going to cost you when you have to put yourself first because you can't put a price on self-care. You can't put a price on your health. You can't put a price on your sanity. Those things are priceless. They're absolutely priceless. And I want to implore everyone listening to this episode today to put, put your health first. Put your self-care first. We all should be in places where we're meant to thrive and grow and develop and bloom and blossom. But for many you know, for many people, that's not the case. You know, I also think that in terms of work, we need to have holistically wealthy workplaces where employees can thrive. And that's something that the Institute is working on right now with helping employers to do that and to enact and to implement that. But until then, I think it's up to us individually, individually and collectively to implement this in our own lives, right? So I just want to also mention here that setting boundaries is also about tuning out the disruptions and distractions in our lives. Tuning out the distractions and mindfulness is critical here. Mindfulness. And it's amazing that we can also learn in a bigger, broader way, not only to help ourselves, but to help others. And of course, the Institute on Holistic Wealth has courses, as I said, available. The Certified Holistic Wealth Consultant Program is available. And also the Trauma of Money program. We're also launching a new psychology of counseling course soon and as well as a life purpose uh, course soon. And of course, for those of you who are avid listeners of the podcast, I will be in Coral Gables in Florida on December 6th. I will be at Books and Books and I will be a keynote speaker there for the Women's Edge. That's a, a women's organization in Florida and in Boston. So they have two chapters. There's the Florida chapter and the Boston chapter, and I will be giving the keynote. And if you can join us, please, I'd be so happy to see you there. It's on December 6th. Tickets are available online. You can get those on the Women's Edge website, or you can visit my website. I have a link on KeishaBlair.com that links right to where you can purchase the tickets. As I said, I'd love to see you there. And if not, you can join us virtually. If you can't in person, you can also join virtually as well. And make sure to pick up your copy of the book and, you know, invite a friend or two to listen into this episode. Because I think as we head into the holiday season, it's critically important that we live intentionally by design and creating boundaries, of course, is necessary for that. So have a great week, everyone. I wish you all the best. This week, let's meditate 
on boundaries for this week. So let's make this week a meditation on boundaries so that we can continue that through to the holiday season and into 2023. So that's my challenge for everyone listening in this week. Have a great week. Love you all. Bye. Thank you for joining us this week on Holistic Wealth with Keisha Blair. Make sure to visit our website, KeishaBlair.com, where you can subscribe to the show on iTunes, Spotify, or via RSS, so you will never miss a show. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes or if you simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. Are you a member of the Institute on Holistic Wealth? If not, what are you waiting for? Go to Institute on Holistic Wealth slash memberships to choose your membership plan and join. As a member, you get so many perks. Free worksheets, advice, coaching, and a member's workshop to design an intentionally designed life. You need to figure out your life purpose? Take the Build Your Life Purpose Portfolio online self-paced course. You're struggling with all your money decisions? Take the free financial identities quiz and then take the course. You recently had a breakup, job loss, or experienced the death of a loved one? Take the holistic healing course. You need an overall plan to achieve holistic wealth? We will help you figure out your holistic wealth blueprint. And of course, if you want to start making money by helping others achieve holistic wealth, become a certified holistic wealth consultant. Regardless of what career you've got, the Institute will show you how to increase your income and walk in your purpose. The sooner you join, the sooner you start to achieve a more holistically wealthy lifestyle. And you're going to want to stay for a very long time. So go to Institute on Holistic Wealth slash memberships to join. If you haven't read the book yet, pick up a copy of the award-winning, best-selling Holistic Wealth 32 life lessons to help you find purpose, prosperity, and happiness. 